It's time for Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Tonight's game is brought to you by Dutch Miller Auto Group, Dr. Mark Subic, Marshall Orthopedics, Farmar Stores, ProSource, State Electric Supply Company, Wendy Schmidt Family Restaurant Group. Now, let's head to the stadium for all of the game action on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm Christian Palmer, welcome alongside by Woody Woodrum. Woody, games aren't played on paper, but on paper, this is a matchup that the Highlanders should win quite handily. No doubt about it. When you look at the paperwork, this is a uh, Riverside team that's 1-3 and three right now. Lost at Beckley, 38-13. Lost to Parkersburg, 47 to nothing. Lost to to Spring Valley last week, 49-12. But that was coming off of the best game and obviously the only win. They beat St. Albans, which that seems to be happening a lot. Teams yeah, everybody's beating up on them. Yeah, their first win is there against the Red Dragons, and that was 53 to nothing. They shut them out. So it's a little misleading when you look at their stats. Like their scoring stats, they've scored 78 points. That's an average of 20 a game. Except in the three losses, they only scored 25 points. So, you know, yeah, they had 53 in in the win. But, uh, you know, it's it's tough to make out what is best there. Spring Valley last week led 28 to nothing in the first quarter before they got a kick return by Bryce Green, one of the few seniors you can actually find in this group. I mean, these kids are young, and many of them are starting for the first year. They got hit harder than any other school in Canal County with the transfers. Yes, and that has been a theme throughout the season. Blowouts every week. Huntington really hasn't played a, a close game up to this point in the season, Woody. No, there's no doubt about that. It's just been one beat down after another. And, and you know, I told people, I said, you know, some people are complaining about this even on the team. I've had players say, can we not get better opponents than this and that? But you've always – Billy has always pretty much played an MSAC schedule on purpose. Now he's playing nine now since there's only ten in the league, and they've managed to keep the rivalry going with Beckley, which, I, you know, goes back to my first year of doing radio here on RVC. Uh, it was back then, you know, Phil Ratliff and the spring – uh, Valley Timberwolves, who had a huge rivalry with Beckley. The coaches almost got into it at a playoff game. <laughs> now, you know, last week as we watched some tape on this team, they had a lot of pushing, shoving, hits after the play. was blown, The whistle was blown sometimes, even after the whistle blew. And ended up finally late in the game, there were some ejections. I think if the officials had done that earlier in the night, maybe they could have slowed that down. But I think they feel like they're fighting for their life right now. Yeah, and was just about to say, you know, you're having a frustrating season with a lot of big, big losses. You know, yep. it's not hard to imagine that frustration boils over and then you have some games like that. Absolutely. I mean, it, you know, when a team just gets beat on, they're either going to do one of two things. They're going to quit or they're going to fight back. And if you can't fight back by throwing touchdowns and running for touchdowns, I mean, you know, they're – that game last week, they, it was never close. Like we said, it was 28 nothing, And then, you know, at, at halftime, they were 35-7, something like that. And then the second half was very little scoring going on. A couple, couple of touchdowns both ways. But 
they fought hard against Spring Valley that whole game. And I think in part because they'd been so lifted up by the win of St. Albans that they came out with a little extra energy against Spring Valley. Uh, you know, Spring Valley's not a bad club. They they certainly tested Huntington the first game of the year. Oh, yeah. Even though it was 42-7, it was one of those you went to halftime. Right. You know, it was close. And we were going, okay, is this Huntington team or do we have someone else? Well, as they showed later, they did have a, a, some, a different attitude. Yes, and Huntington has played extremely well ever since. The 4-0 Highlanders have outscored their opponents 228-20 to to start the season, just basically dominating every second of play. No question about it. 57-5 is that an average, and some of the scores have been worse than that. I mean, 42-7 over Spring Valley. 86 to nothing was the halftime score against South Charleston. Uh, GW was 42-13. And though it wasn't that close, they made some mistakes in the second half. They should have scored on. And Billy said the team gave themselves a C minus on that game. Now remember the 42-13 yeah. win uh, last week. You know, shutting out Capital 58 nothing. I I only hate that because Mark Mason is a really good friend, a long time, one of the most fun Marshall football players that ever came through. And you know he's struggling. He he like Alex Darty here though. We're hoping that two, three years, they'd start to get that senior class and blow people up and whatnot. I mean, I guess Jonathan Welch is a junior, it says on the roster, but he started for four years. So yeah. does that mean he started in the eighth grade? <laughs> Something's well. not adding up there. Yeah, so, you know, number 23, we see down on the sideline. That's another senior who's really not available. Last year, he was their leading returner uh, coming back with 43 rushes. Nearly 160 yards, almost four yards carry. And Bishop Harrison not playing at all this year. So that that's tough when you take a player with that kind of ability out of the lineup. And uh, one important note for tonight is the running game for the Huntington Highlanders. Zod Jackson has been tremendous the past two weeks, rushing for over 200 total yards and scoring four touchdowns in the last two games. He has had a big workload because the number two running back, DeEdrick Graves, has been out, but he is back tonight. Yeah, and that's got to be good news. I mean, Zod did a pretty good job of looking like a big fullback last week. He had most of his runs came up the middle. He, you know, Capital was selling out on the outside. They had their linebackers wide. They had their defensive ends set up a little bit wide, and it was another reason they couldn't get much pressure on Crawford. Hatfield and even Dante Newsom. All three of those guys threw at least one touchdown last week, two for Crawford. They all were expertly throwing the ball around. I mean, it's you think that maybe if you're going to get a second-team quarterback, it won't be very good, but that's not the case right now even for Huntington. They've got second-team guys all over the team that are ready for prime time. That's just a senior or a junior in front of some of these young guys. Huntington, of course, wins the toss and defers. Billy likes to go on defense first. Yes, always a good way to start the game, and you've just got something in your back pocket with getting the ball at halftime and oh, yeah. giving yourself that extra possession. The Riverside Warriors wearing their home purple and gray. Purple jerseys with gray pants and numbers. The Huntington Highlanders wearing their away white uniforms, white jerseys with green pants and green helmets. They uh, will kick and uh, left to right when we get started. Captains 
for hunting today. Cam Veazey was out there along with uh, 56. Tavion Kennedy, a senior, 57, also was out with that group. And don't see him on our roster, but uh, I'm sure it's somebody important. Plus, uh, number 71, Malachi Sellers, who was sick last week. He's back this week. Right, and for the Riverside captains, Caden Ray, Bryce Green, Bishop Hairston, and Christian Holcomb. The Warriors jogging out onto the field. Some cowbell in the crowd, as you can maybe I can hear. need more cowbell. <laughs> I want more cowbell. Yeah, we need some more cowbell. <laughs> the Highlanders special teams unit jogging out onto the field. How perfect is this evening? I mean, this is such a nice spot between Route 60, the Midland Trail, and the river just behind us a uh, few few hundred yards or so and the trees are still green here it's a beautiful setting for football they've got a really good crowd this this is probably what 10 times what capital had last week yeah i would have so, to say so so at least the fans are invested i read something online and it was about the transfers and all that preseason written in by a fan who said i would rather have a bunch of kids that want to be here and are getting beat and they have to take a bunch of transfers and win for one year. 100%. I definitely agree with that. Huntington's senior kicker, Johnny I.I., ready to start this game. So far, he's 8 of 8 on uh, X points. And done a good job. And his kickoff is scooped up by Bryce Green. Green running to the near side of the field, bottled up right around the 15-yard line. Might have gotten an extra yard. Cam Vizi and Khalif Ty, the Wiz, in there on the special team stop. And so the officials still marking down the ball. This drive will start just outside of the 15-yard line for the Riverside Warriors. And, Woody, you mentioned earlier they've uh, scored 78 points this year, but 53 of those in one game, so really struggling in the other three. Yep, 11.53 to go in the first quarter. Let's see what Riverside can do with their first possession. First and 10. Quarterback Caden Ray under center. Sends a man in motion. Rolls to his right. It's going to be a quarterback keeper, and he is quickly swallowed up. He's going to lose a yard on the play. Second and 11. Cam Vizi was there first, and trying to see who. 70. Max Bourne, who's getting a start tonight, were there for the stop. And the Huntington Highlanders have been Quick starting games all season long, outscoring their opponents 114-7 to in the first quarter of play. Yeah, they have put a lot of pressure on teams. We even saw some delays last week. The Capitol trying to get play in correctly before the clock ran out. This defense has been tenacious all season, and the Huntington Highlanders will request a timeout before this second down. I believe that is what the... Official oh, signaled. I, no, I think it's an equipment issue. Okay. Number six goes out, and uh, I didn't quite see who ran I in. I believe that was Tavian Chandler. Okay. Now in at corner, replacing the Highlanders' star senior, Wayne Harris. Okay, they get it fixed, and he comes right back <laughs> on. He said, you think I'm going to yeah, miss any I'm action? Not, I'm not missing any plays. The Warriors line up under center again. Ray 
Sends a man in motion. It's another quarterback keeper. No, it's an option. He pitches it to the outside. Bryce Green is the one who ends up with the ball. He is able to make his way forward for a short pickup. Gets to the 18-yard line. Gain of three. Born in there again to make the stop. Max uh, comes into the game with pretty good numbers. Five tackles, 0.5 tackles for loss for half a yard, and three quarterback pressures already for the sophomore who hadn't played a lot of defense except in mop-up. Now he's playing with the first team. Hey, that is how you earn a starting spot. Yeah. Show out in garbage time when you get your <laughs> opportunity. That's right. Third and seven for the Warriors. It's a passing play, but Ray is going to be sacked in the backfield. No time to throw the ball. Big Robbie man. Martin leading the way for the Highlanders. The big man was all over him that time. A tremendous start to the game for the Highlanders once again. Fourth and 12, and the punting unit out onto the field. Lost is all the way inside of 15, down to about the 13, so a loss of five. The punting has not been very deep by the kicker, number 31, Eli Taft. And he is standing just about right on his goal line for this punt. Oh Some my. pressure. He gets the kick off. The kick bounces just after the 35. Harris on the return. He is hit quickly. A nice special teams play made by the Warriors to bring down the elusive Harris after a short game. That was really a nice tackle. Coming up uh, to make the stop was number 32 for this team, and that is Evan Crutch Critchfield, uh, Jr., who made the stop. So now we see Huntington get the ball for the first time at 38-yard line. And it was a great tackle down the field, but not the best punt, and a good stop by the defense, so the Highlanders with a good starting field position. Avante Crawford leads the offense. First... 10 for the Highlanders. Just over 10 minutes to go in this scoreless first quarter. Shotgun formation. Crawford sends a man in motion. It's Zaw Jackson. Fakes the pitch to him. Launches the ball down the field looking for Chandler. He's got him in the end zone. Touchdown Highlanders. Wow, that didn't take very long. <laughs> one play, one score. 38-yard touchdown pass by Avante Crawford. 10-11 on the clock when they started that play. 10-02 left, and they covered the entire 38-yard. Perfect pass. Oh, yeah. I mean, he got distance away from the from the defensive back, but Crawford laid it in there like he was throwing on Sundays for somebody. <laughs> and a great play design. Zaw had been getting the ball so much the past two weeks. Fake it to him, launch it down the field. Great start for the Highlanders. I.I. on for the PAT. His kick is up. And it is good. I.I. remains perfect on the season in terms of extra points. With 10 minutes and 2 seconds left in the first quarter, Huntington leads 7-0. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. into Sheba Communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! 
Wendy's has changed the burger game with their new loaded nacho cheeseburger. How, you might ask? Well, here's a few cheesy reasons. It starts with a fresh, never-frozen beef patty, protected by two layers of melty American cheese, crunchy tortilla strips, then, wait for it, creamy queso. Cheese-wise, I mean choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Brought to you by Wendy's. Try Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger today. Cincinnati Bengals football on Sundays. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back out at Warrior Stadium where the Huntington Highlanders lead 7-0 with 10 minutes and 2 seconds left in the first quarter of play. Senior kicker Johnny I.I. just adding to his impressive totals this season. Just put another one in the end zone, Woody. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, instead of earlier last week he was eight for eight he, on the season now he's 32 of 32 uh he's now had nine kicks go into the end zone he's getting stronger every game as we go along and really it just sets everything up you know yes back your opponent up right far in their own end the defense does its part offense does its part it's all working for the highlanders first and 10 triple option but ray with nowhere to go brought down hard in the backfield eventually first guy to hit him was VZ and he was trying to spin out of that. There wasn't anything to spin out. He spun right into Max Bourne who crushed him to the turf for another loss. And the ball back on the 16-yard line. So it's going to be a four-yard loss, second and 14. Nine and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Huntington leads seven to nothing. A quick strike score for the Highlanders, 38-yard touchdown pass from Avante Crawford to Tavian Chandler. Second and 14, and I believe that was Bryce Green with the ball. Yes. He was able to make his way to the original line of scrimmage, stopped right at the 24-yard pickup, brings up third and 10. Boren and big Robbie Martin, uh, who has given a commitment to North Carolina State to sign. See if the hurricane shake it. Yeah, wouldn't mind to see that at all. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Under nine minutes to go in the first quarter. Highlanders lead by a touchdown. Third and long for the Riverside Warriors. Pressure on the quarterback. He's brought down immediately. Cam Veazey gets the sack. Oh, and he is down hard. It looked like a head maybe hit the ground first. That's uh, that's something you're going to have to look him over on the sideline to make sure that He's seeing and talking plainly before you put him back out there. Yeah, you can tell by his body language yes. he is feeling that hit. No doubt about that. So that will bring up fourth and 19. Yeah. And on to punt again for the Warriors is Elijah Taft. This time it's a snap that he loses in the end zone. He dives forward, and he's going to be down just Outside of the end zone, they're going to mark him down at the one-yard line. It doesn't matter now, but Taft also picked up a personal foul for spiking the ball. He was so mad about the ball getting away from him. And really not not too bad of a snap. Hit him just about in the breadbasket. But, you know, Huntington with great pressure on the first punt, likely trying to just get that to his foot as quickly as he could. Yeah, it's, it's tough right now. I mean, you, you know, you can imagine how they're spinning out there. And the 
Riverside head coach Alex Daughtry discussing things over with the official. Highlanders offense now back out onto the field. First and goal at the one-yard line. Huntington has an opportunity for two touchdowns in two plays. Eight minutes on the clock, and they can go up 14-0 here with a first down in the shadow of the goalpost. Shotgun snapped to Crawford. He looks to pass, fires to the end zone. Does he have his man? No, it's incomplete. It's a little bit behind Jamari Tubbs. He reached around, almost had it. I think he was also trying to find where the soccer goal was because it isn't very far off the end line, no. maybe maybe a yard or two, and he was looking to see where that was. A good attempt from Tubbs, though, at trying to contort his body midair to make the reception. Tubbs on the year, four receptions for 87 yards with one touchdown. And a timeout has been requested by the Riverside Warriors. Early on in this game, after uh, unfortunate play for the Warriors with the punt snap lost and trying to have a goal line stand as soon as the drive starts. So head coach Alex Startree wanting to talk things over with his defense. You really don't want to fall down 14 to nothing this quickly. No, absolutely not. And, you know, you have a big loss on the punt following a loss on three or four plays. And that second series of downs, they lost in total 22 yards and only gained four. So minus 18 will not get you where you want to be here. And, you know, the pass was open, and, and Crawford just threw it. A little bit behind him because of the rush in front of him. They put their hands up. Yeah. And that's what the defensive end is supposed to do. I think he made him throw it a little bit behind to where he needed to be. And it can be a little tougher to throw the ball this close to the end zone, just not as much room to work with. Huntington's offense jogging toward the line of scrimmage. Game clock reads seven minutes and 55 seconds left in the first quarter. Huntington leads by a touchdown. It's going to be another shotgun formation for the Highlanders. Bit of a pistol formation as Zod Jackson is standing directly behind Avante Crawford. Trips to the right side. All of those receivers dangerous. Sheffield's over there along with Harris and also Tubbs. And just now, noticing that the white hat has walked all the way back to midfield. He was talking to the Warriors head coach, Alex Daughtry, and not exactly sure what the two are going over at the moment, discussing something. Did he have to leave? Well, he is walking back toward the 50-yard okay. line, so I, I guess not. I think he talked to the AD down there We met when we come at, came in the stadium. I guess he had to tell the AD what exactly was called there. Uh, we don't seem to have a mic on the referee tonight, so we're going to be left just guessing the best we can for you folks. Yeah, that was a peculiar stop, but yes. things resume with second and goal at the one-yard line for the Highlanders. Crawford hands the ball off. It's Zod Jackson. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Highlanders. My goodness, he was in there in a heartbeat. Zod Jackson adds his sixth rushing touchdown of the season, his fifth in the last three games. 
He has been so impressive lately that Woody, you jokingly made the comment, uh, Deidre Gray's been on the shelf for a couple weeks. He might have saw Zaw doing so much. Okay, <laughs> I, I need to get back out there. I think there is a little bit of that kind of thing that goes on between great players. The extra point by I.I. is up, and it is good. With 7 minutes and 52 seconds left in the first quarter, Huntington leads 14 to nothing over Riverside. We're going to step aside for another short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back out at Warrior Stadium where the Huntington Highlanders lead 14 to nothing. Johnny I.I. with a boot down the field and a nice return by the Riverside Warriors Bryce Green. He's able to make his way just past the 20-yard line. Mitchell's going to mark him down at the 22 Good coverage there. Uh, good return, though, by Green. And if you're just now joining us, another quick start for the Huntington Highlanders ahead by two scores, 14 to nothing with seven minutes and 45 seconds left in the first quarter. It's Riverside's ball on the 22-yard line. Ray, no, excuse me, this time it's a direct snap that goes right to Bryce Green, who's gotten a lot of touches so far. He might have lost a yard on the play. Officials bring him back to the 21-yard line, brings up second and 11. Green, a hard-nosed runner and a bit of speed to him. The five foot ten senior. Seven minutes and 15 seconds left in the first quarter. Huntington really stacking the box. Just about every player on defense standing within five yards, and a hard hit is made by Walt Williams. Yes, he did. He lit up number 10, trying to find some hole to run through. Malik, Salt, Malik Brown, a sophomore, got a really big hit from Walter Williams the third. Great form tackle as well, wrapping up and laying the lumber both. So the ball now back pretty much right at the original line of scrimmage. We'll bring up third and ten. Six and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. And have to wonder if Ray may be shaken up as a different quarterback in the game and almost picked off is Malik Brown. Huntington defense able to get their hands on the ball. Walt Williams broke that pass up, and he's mad because he didn't get his first pick of the year. 
He does have a score on the season. Williams is a playmaker, a good run stuff, and then doing his part in pass defense as well. Well, we've got Taft back to punt again. Let's see if he can get a hold of the ball and get it out of their end zone. Back to return is Harris near midfield. It's a high kick end over end. Harris receives it right at the 45-yard line. Running to his left. Picks up some blockers on the far side of the field. Cuts back inside to the 10. Jukes a man. Oh, he is going to be in the end zone. Touchdown, Highlanders. Wayne Harris scores it just about every way you can. Yellow flag down about the 31-yard line, however. That's probably blocking the back or a hold. Yep, have to imagine. and Every kick. Not the first return for a score of Harris's that is going to be brought back because of a penalty. And it is a block in the back, which happens to, from NFL teams down to Michigan oh, yeah. on a kickoff. I don't know if we just shouldn't eliminate the kickoff. <laughs> Put the ball 25 right. and let everybody yeah. start. It's such an exciting play, yeah. but you, you ha hardly ever see it come to fruition anymore. No, that's right. So the Highlanders offense backing up near Midfield still waiting for the officials to place the ball down. Looks like it's going to be. Well, it happened at about the 31. Yep. So the 10-yard penalty puts it at 41. And that's where Huntington's offense will set up shop. 6-10 to go here in the first quarter. and Huntington's up two touchdowns already. Shotgun formation for the Highlanders. Crawford sends a man in motion. That's Zaw Jackson. Fires a pass out to him. He's got it at the near side of the field. A couple of blockers in front of him. Fights forward through some contact. Finally is brought down inside of the 25-yard line. It's going to be marked down at the 22-19-yard pickup. Yeah, just as uh, quick as you want to go for this Huntington team. The Highlanders with a one-play drive on their first possession. 38-yard touchdown pass by Avante Crawford to Tavian Chandler. And then a two-play drive. A 19-yard pass to Zah Jackson. First and 10. This time it's Harris in motion. Jackson gets the handoff. Running to his right. Nice team defense by the Warriors on that play. A couple guys making contact with Zah near the line of scrimmage, but he is still able to get a decent pickup going to be marked down at the 18-yard line, four-yard pickup. Yeah, at the bottom of the pile, looked like it was maybe number five for this team. We've got uh, a roster that's a flip card, so Logan Lively, that's the first time I've seen his name, so maybe he's getting some chance to play now. Still five minutes to go in the first quarter. Huntington leads by two scores. It's 14 to nothing. Crawford empties out the backfield by sending Jackson in motion, then pitches the ball to him. He's got some space on the far side of the field, tripped up, and he's going to be knocked down, but was able to get to right about the five-yard line. They should have called tripping on number 13. That's a legal move. Riley Gilmore, sophomore linebacker, did trip Zah Jackson, but he's, all, he's kept his feet from about the 10 down to the 5. And so that's a 13-yard pickup. For Zaw Jackson, the junior running back who has had a great season. We mentioned in the pregame, Woody, he didn't get to play a ton early on because, you know, a lot of blowouts, no reason to keep him out there, but showing his presence 
Early on, Crawford with some pressure, tucks the ball and runs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Highlanders. Five-yard run by the Highlanders' junior quarterback. Well, they want him to run a bit more, and that was the perfect place for him to take off. Everybody dropped back. There were two players that ran towards him, but nobody really got near him as he runs five yards for the TD. 4.22 to go and the point after pending. And Crawford coming into tonight's game. Had six carries for 43 yards. Adds to that total. I.I. adds to his extra point total. His kick is up and it is good. Huntington leads 21 to nothing with four minutes and 22 seconds left in the first quarter. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Just over four minutes to go in the first quarter. This high school football matchup between the Huntington Highlanders and the Riverside Warriors. A near catastrophe for the Riverside Warriors on this kick return. Johnny II booted it down the field, caught about the two-yard line, or muffed, I should say, by Bryce Green. However, he was able to scoop it up, but... It's going to hurt the Warriors in terms of field position to start this drive. Yeah, it. Uh, by the time he got it corralled as he was going towards their sidelines, he got it back to about the 11-yard line, I think. So that is where the Warriors will begin this offensive possession looking for their first score of the ball game. First and 10, it's a run. Green gets the carry running to the right side of the line. He's able to make his way to the 15-yard line. Decent pickup on first down. Yeah, good tackle for Huntington. Number 13 up real quickly to make the play there for this team is Mikey Johnson. Of course, the basketball player who's now playing football. So second and five at the 15-yard line. And Mikey Johnson has not looked out of place once this season. I've not no. seen him you know, out in no man's land. Always where he's supposed to be. Second and five. And it's another running play. Running to the right side of the line. Approaching the a first down. Yeah. This time. Number 10 was the ball carrier on that play. Malik Brown. And he's going to be just shy of the line to gain third and one for the Warriors. Three minutes and 15 seconds left in our opening quarter. Huntington leads 21 to nothing. Warriors offense breaks their huddle. Run heavy formation, but that's not uncommon for the Warriors. It's another handoff to Brown, but he is stuffed. I don't believe he got there. Depends on the spot. Yeah, I'm trying to see who's on the bottom of the pile. Ran into Robbie Martin, and that's uh, the immovable object <laughs> meets the irresistible force. <laughs> and Robbie stopped him short. What do you do yeah. now? You're already down yeah. 21 nothing. You're at the 19, and Riverside's going to go for it because it's about them now. They're not going to yep. worry about the score. They're going to try to get out of this hole. Yes, I think as the head coach, Alex Daughtry, has got to show his team, all right, let's fight. Fourth and short. They may try to draw Huntington off. Nope. Run a play. And it's going to be an option. Quarterback keeps, and Ray is brought down, not even close to the line to gain. Turnover on downs. 50, Caillou Jackson led the way there, and 
Huntington up all over those guys at the time. Yeah, great run stuff and just a tremendous job once again by the Highlanders' defense. Huntington's defense came into tonight's game allowing just five points per game, less than a touchdown a game. That was a loss of one so far in the game. Five carries for the starting quarterback, and so far, Caden Ray has minus 13 yards in five carries. Tough sledding for him early on. First and 10 for the Highlanders. Already have the ball in the red zone. Ball to 19. Crawford with a quick pass to the outside. Hits Tubbs, who fights through some contact. Gained a couple of extra yards. Finally bumped out of bounds, and he's going to be just shy of the first down marker. Pickup of nine. Good swing pass there. Yeah, right on the money. Got it to his receiver quickly and let him run with it. Two minutes to go in the first quarter. Huntington ahead by three touchdowns. At the 10-yard line going in. Need about two yards for a first. More or less. Trips receiver set to the near side of the field, and it's Deedrick Graves who gets the carry. He's been waiting for this, fighting forward, has the first down, and then some. It's going to be first and goal for the Highlanders inside the five-yard line. Aaron McPherson hit number 40. Uh, Christian Holcomb was on the play, and he blocked him. And it was clean, but he stayed down for a good 30, 40 seconds before he got back up. And now they're going to send in a sub and try to keep him from uh, passing out or something. So, Yeah, Landon Hamilton checks into the game. First and goal for the Highlanders. Ball on the three-yard line. Graves remains in the game. Crawford sends a man in motion. Hands it off. Graves has it. Hits a defender and makes his way into the end zone for another Highlanders touchdown. Yeah, you know, you've got to be thinking if you're Riverside. Well, wait a minute, Coach. We didn't see this guy in the last two games. Where did he come from? Because he is the ultimate big back for this team. I mean, they've got a lot of scat backs, that guys that can really put it up and down. But when you throw him in there, 6'1", 220. And all he's been able to do is run and lift some weights for two weeks. So he was ready to get back at it. The perfect thunder and lightning combination in Huntington. II's extra point is good. Huntington leads 28 to nothing with a minute and a half left in the first quarter. We'll keep it here for the time being as we'll have to take a break in between quarters. And really, just another great start. I mean, it feels like we repeat ourselves every week, Woody, yes. because the games look so similar. Huntington just dominates early in contest. Absolutely. And if we're looking at again, it's 28 to nothing. They're going to start subbing second team guys. But the thing is, because of illness and different things, flu bugs going around in the high school, a lot of those kids are playing now. So, you know, we're looking at a kickoff here. And on the end of the line is a freshman, Cass Messinger. And, you know, he's just a young guy on the kick team, but uh, plays just inside of Khalif Ty, and he's a freshman. So, you know, they're mixing freshmen and sophomores into the, we're not going to call them threes much longer. It's going to be one and two. Yeah. Aye, aye. Ready to go. It's a strong kick, end over end, down the field. 
Green catches the ball at the one-yard line. Running to the far side of the field. It's at the 15, bottled up by some defenders. Falls forward for another few yards. Bryce Winkfield making another special team tackle. And Winkfield, another player that has impressed in games like this. Yes. As uh, Green brought down at the 19-yard line. That's where Riverside will start this drive. But back on Winkfield, really probably is the Highlanders' back of the future. Seven carries for 79 yards. Got 120 to go and a 28-0 lead already for the Highlanders. Caden Ray, the Warriors' quarterback, runs back toward the field and joins the huddle with the play call. First, So, so far, we haven't played a single minute except for kickoffs on the other side of the 50. No, we haven't. You're exactly right. First and 10, Ray back to pass, tried to connect on a short pass with Christian Holcomb. Holcomb, though, was a little slow to get his head turned around. The pass, you know, good target with the ball, but yep. just didn't get his head around. No, it's exactly you know you, the way you called it is the way they, they ran it, and you just got to get your head turned around a lot quicker. He took it off the shoulder pad. You're never going to catch the ball up there. you got to turn around and get your hands out in front of you, make the catch. Sonny Randall said, look the ball into your hands and give up your body for the ball if that's what's needed. That, that made a Pro Bowl receiver out yeah. of him. Uh, so he, yeah, he, taught, he taught a lot of guys to catch like that. He knows what he was talking about. Yep. Second and 10 for the Warriors. Ball on the 19-yard line. Ray back to pass, has some pressure, lost it toward the near side of the field. It's picked off by Zod Jackson. It's a walk-in score. Touchdown, Highlanders. An interception return. And, I mean, there was no purple jerseys except for the guys on the sideline when he picked that off. I, I don't even know who he could have possibly been throwing at. Maybe the pressure caused him to throw it early. Yeah, I believe so. So many Highlanders right in his face immediately. The Riverside Warriors having a tough time blocking the Huntington front seven. And a penalty marker down on the field. Believe Zaw might have gotten hit with a flag after the celebration. Yeah, you know, he kind of high-fived a player into the end zone and and uh, skipped a little <laughs> bit there. And uh, hey, that's going to happen. He's having fun. What yep, can you say? Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's it. So the score will still stand, correct? Looks like. Yeah, that's. Yeah, they, they'll probably use it on the kickoff yep. against Huntington, and that'll give them a chance to get out of their own end zone and get some better field position. But that drive only took 13 seconds for a turnover, return of 30 yards, and a touchdown. One minute and seven seconds still left in the first quarter. Huntington leads 34 to nothing with I.I. on to tack on the extra point. Snap a little high. Hatfield gets it down. Nice job by the holder. And the kick is up and true. Huntington's advantage increases to 35 points. Uh, it's just crazy the way this team scores points in bunches. And, you know, like I said, I, I I can't tell you what's going through the man, mind of Caden Ray, but it seems like he's got 70 or 73 or 50 or 55 or 8 or 21 from the end positions in on him every single play. And he's been asked to carry the ball a lot as well, and those 
hits total up as well. Oh, sure they do. And, you know, they're they're hitting him every time he throws. And he throws the interception. So, you know, you hate that for that team. Both teams talking things over before resuming play. I.I. and the special teams unit slowly starting to make their way well, back they onto wanted, the field. They wanted to see where they were going to be first. So the kickoff will be at the 25 with just over a minute to go in the first quarter. And you guys heard Fan just stuck his head in, so tell him to run the clock. Uh, and I'm sure we'll see a running clock in the yeah. second half and probably six or eight-minute quarters. Yep. But, you know, what are you going to do when they're pounding on you? So, And we just got an update from one of our colleagues, Cabell Midland playing South Charleston tonight, and they started the running clock in the second quarter. <laughs> I.I.'s kick from the 25. Nice kick. It's caught at the 16-yard line by Green. Runs to the near side of the field. Picks up some blockers. Cuts inside. Has some space to work with. Stiff arms, I.I., but I.I. holding on for dear life, and he makes the tackle. Yeah, Johnny with a heck of a tackle there. That's his fourth of the year, which is a career high for him. Bryce Winkfield there to help pull the man down. And really a similar start to last week's game for Riverside. The Warriors yes. were down 28 to nothing, then had a kick return for a touchdown. Down 35 to nothing here, but I.I., Able to make the touchdown saving tackle. So that's a good return. Puts them first and 10 at the 34 with 54 seconds left here in the first quarter. And the fans loving it here at yes, Warrior Stadium. It shows you they're still in there fighting. The they're cow, not going to give up. The cowbells have returned. <laughs> 54 seconds left in the quarter. Riverside looking to capitalize off of the big return by the senior, Bryce Green. This is also Riverside's first offensive play in Highlanders territory. Shotgun snap, and it's a pitch to the outside. Malik Brown with the ball. He is bottled up quickly and is going to lose a yard on the play. Cam Vesey, Markel Jones in there quickly for the stop. So the ball now back on the 35-yard line makes it second and 11, just over 30 seconds to go in the first quarter. Riverside still in its huddle. 20 seconds to go, so should have plenty of time to get this playoff. It's a run-heavy formation. Green sent in motion, but pre-snap penalties Penalty yeah. flags fly, excuse me. Number nine got to rolling out there and, and you know, was kind of lost in the play, didn't know exactly where he should have been, and Malik Thomas, just a junior, but first-year player. They've got a bunch of kids who are first-year players. And, of course, you never want to take penalties, but here yeah. it really hurts after the great return. You lose some yardage on first down, back yourself up five yards, so now second and 16. Yeah, it's only their second penalty, but a legal procedure because you had two or three guys in motion. Similar formation as the Warriors get set for this second and 16. Could be the last play of the quarter. 
Yes, just over 12 seconds to go. Green sent in motion again. And this time, the quarterback, Dasani McAllister, is swallowed up in the backfield. Uh, another warrior in at quarterback, giving Ray a blow after a struggle to start this game. Max Boren makes him pay for that. A loss of four as we go to the end of the first quarter. After 12 minutes of play, Huntington leads 35 to nothing. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com or come in today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full-service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. Like us on Facebook. Just search ESPN Radio 94.1 FM at AM 930. The second quarter just about to get underway here at Warriors Stadium in Riverside. The Huntington Highlanders with another dominant first quarter of play leading 35 to nothing. And Riverside backed up with third and 20 to start the second quarter. McAllister back to pass, immediate pressure, and he's brought down Markel Jones with the sack. Oh, man, it is like shooting ducks in a barrel right now. I mean, they the, are just bringing it. The Riverside offensive line, no answers for the Huntington defense. They lose all the way back to their own 46. That's an eight-yard loss. In the first quarter, they had 17 positive rushes, 17 yards. They also had 17 negative yards and mostly sacks and stops at the line, whatnot. So a zero gain after the first quarter now is a minus eight. And after a great return and a bad snap on the punt, loose ball. Huntington scoops it up. It's Tavion Wilson. Scoop and score. Another Highlanders touchdown. My goodness. 20. Fourth and 28, and they snapped the ball badly. Uh, you know, this one is not on Eli Taft because he tried to run it down, and when he was hit by one of the players as they were both trying to get the ball, squirted free for an 18-yard return, fumble recovery, and, boy, that's amazing. Yeah, there was nothing Taft could do, as you said, Woody, a bit of a, a worm burner-like snapback rolling on the turf. And Huntington... Defense, ready for the opportunity, made the most of it. Another score less than a minute into the second quarter. I.I. nails the extra point, and it's 42 to nothing in favor of the Highlanders. We'll keep it here in the brief moment or two before the next kickoff. So an ugly first quarter, and 
it's continued here in the second, Woody, and, you know, you're just searching for something to hang your hat on when you're oh, wow. the Riverside Warriors. They had the good return and then just shot themselves in the foot there. I mean, they lose 26 yards on the bad snap, and that goes against the team, as I said. And, you know, you got the ball in your best field position, and you went backwards on first down, minus one, minus five on a penalty, minus four on a sack as the quarter ends, minus eight on a sack at the first play of the first quarter, and then a 26-yard loss back to the 18 fumble recovery by <laughs> Huntington, and uh, he runs it into the end zone. It's almost too easy, and I don't like to laugh and sound like I'm no, on. No, me either. Tavion Wilson is a kid I really like. And he picked up and ran it in, but it makes it 42 nothing with 11 minutes to play still in the first half. Yeah, little to no resistance so far. I.I. with another touchback. He has such a strong leg. And so the Warriors will start this drive on their own 20. Second end zone kick tonight of the season, and it makes him on the season. Uh, that's 10 into the end zone. So up into double digits for the super senior kicker, Johnny I.I. The Warriors offense in their huddle. Joining them late is Malik Brown, and we've seen, I believe, three different quarterbacks yes. in the first half of action. Caden Ray started the game. We've also seen Malik Brown back there, and also Dasani McAllister. And now Riverside needs a timeout. And with a bunch of changing parts, quarterbacks going in and out, that not super surprising. We saw that yeah. last week a little with a young quarterback, had a right, few delay games. Right now I'm searching the sidelines, and so far I don't see Caden Ray out there. So I wonder when he took that big shot, where he landed on his head first if they ran him to get him checked out. I that, am not I, seeing it either. I would absolutely be all about that. You oh, know, yeah. It's just a game. If you think a kid is complaining of a headache or you can't focus or whatever it might be, can't tell you how many fingers you hold up or where he's at or what the date is, uh, I know all that because that's what they do to people in the hospital, too, who are old like me. <laughs> <laughs> they always want to know if you know what the date is. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's serious. You know, you don't want to make light of it. I was equipment guy a long time. And when a guy came off with a 100-yard stare, we'd take his helmet and hide it. And sometimes they'd grab somebody else's helmet, try to go back in. So You can't let the player decide no. for themselves. No, absolutely. you got to save them from themselves. Both teams... Ready to resume play. 11 minutes and 6 seconds to go in the first half. And the first down handoff is fumbled. Loose ball. Bryce Winkfield has it. Highlanders football. Unbelievable. Another turnover. And this has just been an ugly half of football for the Riverside Warriors. And we've still got almost a full quarter to go. Just under 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. I mean, I can hardly stay up with this. It's happening so fast. It seems like just every time we turn around, here they come again. Crawford 
The Highlanders' junior quarterback remains in. We'll likely see some substitutions soon, but still want to get the number one some work. Yep. At the 22 now, first to 10. Empty set. Crawford sends a man in motion. Dwayne Harris, who juggled the pitch, able to regain control. He gets close to the 10, then took a step backward. Brought down near the 14, but there is a penalty marker down. It was near a few blockers, and yes, it yeah. is going to be holding on Huntington High. It was a nice recovery because he bobbled that ball badly and then got it back under control and turned it into a six-yard gain. Yeah, it's got to be hard to not panic there. With a loose yes. ball, you're running yes. full speed, and look back over your head. Okay, there it is, and then start your momentum again, but Harris... They back the ball back to the 27-yard line, so that means it happened down about the 17, and that's why it's a first and 10. Well, first and about what? About 15. About 15, what, 15 yards, As yeah. what the scoreboard is reading. Empty set for Crawford. He receives the shotgun snap, looking downfield for Harris. He hits him. Did he get his feet down? Yes, yes he did. did. Why did I even ask? Touchdown, Highlanders. 27-yard pass from Crawford to Harris. You know, I, I mean, at some point, this isn't fun for their kids. It's not really fun for Huntington's kids, except when they make the big play. I mean, they're football players. They're going to be excited about that. Of course. But, uh, you know, already going to be 49 to nothing once Johnny I.I. continues to hit his kicks. Almost just assume these are going in nowadays. Yeah, the kick he, by I.I. is good. And he didn't even practice on Friday or Thursday because he had a soccer match last night. So, you know, but he, he has really played very well this year. He certainly has. And the Highlanders playing well again tonight. Up 49 to nothing with 10 minutes and 44 seconds left in the first half. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Okay. Come back out to Warrior Stadium, where the Huntington Highlanders lead 49 to nothing. Just over a minute into the second quarter, 10 minutes and 44 seconds left in the first half of action. Christian Palmer welcomed alongside by Woody Woodrum. And Woody Huntington really firing on all cylinders here in Riverside with some self-inflicted wounds, but some positive yards on first down for the Warriors, a short pass caught on the outside. That was Logan Lively with the reception. However, a penalty marker down near the line of scrimmage. Waiting to see what the call Something is. On the catch, he said. Tackle was by uh, Harris. Also got some help from Khalif Ty. Offense moving backward, and yes, the penalty is on the Riverside Warriors. So that will... So they gained about four yards yeah. on the play. Decent quick hitter to the outside on first down. Well, 
penalty is going to move them backwards. They haven't had very many penalties. That's one thing they've done very well. Officials still talking things over. The head coach of the Riverside Warriors, Alex Daughtry, on the field, voicing his opinion about the penalty. Penalty must have happened about the 20-yard line because it's minus 10 penalty. And I think I, I just saw him motion the official all the way on the other side of the field made the call, not you right in front of the play. <laughs> and that makes coaches crazy when yeah. they get that kind of stuff. Certainly does. But they put the ball at the, well, we're going to call it the 10. So it's first and 20 at the 10. Run heavy formation. And it's a dive up the middle with the carry. It is Christian Holcomb. He was able to maybe get a half yard on the play. That's it. Yeah, the middle of that lineup right now. You've got uh, Foran at one end. At the other one, you've got 56. That's Tavion Kennedy. Uh, you've also got out there right now 35. Uh, Bryce Winkfield, the backup middle linebacker. Uh, Big Caillou Jackson's still in there. He's the only starter still up there on the line. Appears as though the starting secondary still remaining intact for the time being. And Ray back in the game. A swing pass to the outside. Holcomb with the catch. But oh, only able to gain a yard. Yeah, and they were hit by numerous players. Big hits by 22, Walter Williams. Big hit by Bryce Winkfield takes him down. And the officials actually moved the yard forward. An extra yard. Well, the linesman on the outside did, but the official marking the ball did not. So we'll, we'll keep it at the 11. Third and 19. Just over nine minutes to go in the first half. Huntington ahead, 49 to nothing. Riverside Warriors getting set at the line of scrimmage. Three receiver formation. And it's a cornerback blitz and brought down quickly is Caden Ray. Kennedy in there with the big stop. Uh, yeah, Harris was trying to get there, but he got there late because Kennedy had already taken the quarterback down. So that will bring up fourth down. The punting unit out onto the field. Elijah Taft will be punting from his own end zone. That's never comfortable, but especially not yeah. when your long snapper's been struggling. Ball's all the way back now to the eight-yard line. Decent snap, but the kick is blocked. Loose ball in the end zone. Huntington's on it. Tavian Wilson with his second touchdown on the punt return team. Oh, my goodness. Not as the punt returner. Did you see who got the block? I, I saw the, who came up with the ball, but I did not see. We'll have to look at that one on tape probably to find out. But what a nice night for Tavion Wilson. Yeah, Johnny on the spot, not once, but twice. It's his second touchdown of the game. I want to say, but I'm not certain. A lot of bodies were in there, but Cam Vesey with a couple <laughs> yeah, of. He's already done yeah, it a couple of times this year. And, so. He was, that would be a good guess. Might, might be safe to assume. Yeah, I'll put a question mark on that, but I, I agree with you. That probably was who it was. That makes it an eight-yard 
loss on the play on the punt block, and then the recovery in the end zone. The extra point from II is up, and it is true. Huntington leads 56 to nothing with eight minutes and 17 seconds left in the first half. We're going to step aside for another short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! Marshall Thundering Herd football on Saturdays. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back out to Warriors Stadium where Johnny II's kick was just returned by Bryce Green. Green brought down near the 25-yard line, about a 24-yard return. Yeah. However, I think the officials might have missed another turnover there, Woody. Yeah, it, I saw Mikey Johnson was holding the ball up. He definitely came up, and the ball came out before the runner hit the ground. So Yeah, he, he ripped the ball out. Obviously, hard to exactly determine in real time whether a body part hit the ground first. Yeah. The officials keeping the ball with Riverside, and it's a handoff. On first down, Christian Holcomb with another carry running up the middle. Gets about a yard. Brings up second and nine. They're trying their best to get the ball out of the end zone, but so far they haven't been able to do that. A substitution made by the Highlanders on the defensive line. Caillou Jackson checks out of the game. Dewan Butler enters second and nine inside handoff again and down he goes my goodness uh robbie mark stopped him dead in his tracks number 10 probably wondered what truck he ran into that looked just a little bit like that jadevion Clowney play a few years ago yes. where it was not blocked at all obviously Clowney was one of the hardest hits of all times but the jump off the ball and able to evade the blockers, that part of it looked very similar and at a hard hit as well at the end. Second no-gain play for Robbie Martin on the front line. Now he's out as we start to see all the subs get again. Third and ten for the Riverside Warriors. Ray hands the ball off. It's Holcomb with another carry. He's swallowed up in the backfield for a loss of one. Lyles. Big freshman in there on the line, uh, 6'3", 250, just a sophomore, Whew. just like Aaron McPherson. Those guys have got two more years to play, and they're already playing at a very Holy high cow. level. Still a sophomore, so still growing as well. Yes. Fourth down, 
And the punting unit on the field again. Another three and out. And the Warriors really would probably be excited to see just a, a punch. Good snap and a punch. Yeah. Yes. Decent snap. Taft able to get the kickoff. Bounces short of midfield. Harris backtracks to his own 48 and catches the ball. Runs to the near side of the field. Jukes a man out of his shoes. My goodness. A couple other defenders grab him and wrestle him down to the ground near the 25. Yeah, 19 and 71. That wasn't a bad year, 1971. <laughs> but uh, they, they make the special teams tackle there. Harris is better at making people miss than almost anybody I've ever seen. I, I mean, include Randy Moss, include Mike Barber, include Troy Brown. I've just never seen a kid able to make people miss him so much. He does not run everybody, but, man, his evasion is unbelievable as he returns it all the way to the 25-yard line. So, And a lot of times it, it appears as though Harris, just with the best feel out of everyone, he knows yes. how to read the defense, knows how to anticipate Crawford back to pass on first down, looking for Tubbs in the end zone. Penalty marker down. That's going to be pass interference in the end zone, but another flag down at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it looked like a penalty there. So we'll wait to see what the officials have to say after talking things over. By the way, that was the best punt of the game by Taft. He, he kicked it for 41 yards. It's just that when Harris gets the ball, he just eats those numbers yep. up. The call on the field, I believe an illegal shift on the Highlanders, and then the pass interference on Riverside, so the penalties will offset. Back to first and ten. Five minutes and 44 seconds left in the first half of play. Huntington leads 56 to nothing. Yeah, and it was a good call on Huntington. Somebody moved up on the line. I saw it out of the corner of my eye. But then, yeah, uh, 19 was just all over the uh, receiver. And that's uh, Dylan Tudor, a freshman. First and 10, Crawford hands the ball off. Running hard up the middle is Deidre Graves. Cuts to the outside, and a shoestring tackle is made, tripping up Graves at the 14-yard line, but after an 11-yard pickup. Yeah, I mean, he does that better than anybody. You know, and, and you got to be thinking on the Riverside side, you know, you're used to seeing the speed backs and the guys that, that get you on the outside and stuff. Then suddenly, here's this guy. The big bruiser. 6'1", six, 6'2", six, right in there, and maybe 225, 230 now on his weight. So, heck of a run. Just over five minutes to go in the first half. Highlanders with the ball in the red zone, first and 10. At Riverside's 15-yard line. And whistles balone. Timeout. And Riverside requesting a timeout for the Highlanders. That's their third with five minutes to play here. So nothing left for head coach Alex Daughtry. Maybe saw something that he didn't like. The defender yeah. lined up in the wrong spot. Doesn't take many mistakes or sometimes no mistakes at all for Huntington to find the end zone. So want to make sure that 
Everyone has clear communication on the defensive end. No, you're absolutely right, and it doesn't take them long. So the last thing you want to do is give them a better spot, or if your corner, somebody's not in the right place, that you surely don't want to burn a timeout for that. The Highlanders offense ready to go back on the field. Almost looking over toward the rivers, Riverside sideline like, come on, guys, let's go. We're ready. And Riverside now jogging back and setting up its defense. Five minutes and one second left in the first half. Huntington leads 56 to nothing. And yet the crowd has stayed. I mean, it's 56 nothing. Great fan support. Yeah, it's unbelievable. They're really behind this team. First and 10, Crawford sends a man in motion, drops back to pass, looking for Mikey Johnson, jump ball, and he's got it. Hard to take away a rebound from a basketball player. That's exactly what that play was. He jumped up, took it away from the other player, came down with the ball for a touchdown. And Mikey Johnson has been doing an exceptional job on the defensive end, but I've almost been sitting back waiting for him to get a little yes. more involved with the offense. He's a playmaker, and he can go up and get the ball. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing is he is, uh, you know, still learning football. Yep. I mean, he played in the Midget League, but that's been a while back. And being a basketball player, he's got a different feel for the game for sure. We have a flag down on the play on the point after try. Wait and see what the call is. Neutral zone infraction on the Riverside Warriors. Well, I don't think Huntington is going to take that penalty. They'll decline it. Oh, the senior yeah. kicker, I.I., remains on the field. Well, you don't want him to have to change his motion on the kick, and so you just decline that penalty because... Just keep everything natural. Yep, keep everything the way it was. And everything stays the way it has been. Johnny I.I. remains perfect with extra points on the season. Adds another. This might be another record-breaking night for him, Woody. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not going to surprise me if he, he doesn't bust that record, although they might, you know, but let's be honest. Uh, you know, Tavion uh, would like to get in there and do some more place kick. He's had only one this year, but Tavion Wilson... He scored two touchdowns on special teams, so it's already a big night for him. So Johnny might break his own record, 11 for 11. He's right now, he's 9 for 9. And a touchdown-saving tackle as well on the big kick return earlier by Bryce Green. Yeah, yeah, but he's the uh, fourth tackle of the season, although Billy Seals always says to me, well, we shouldn't be putting our kicker in that situation. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, he seems to like, Making yeah, making tackles though. He does the job when he's called upon, yep. but that's it. You know, I definitely understand what Coach Seals is saying because it has to, the ball has to beat the first ten guys <laughs> for it to get to II. Yep. Four fifty-four left in the first half. Huntington leads sixty-three to nothing. A strong kick by II, and another touchback. Green. Caught the ball and was pretty much right on the goal line, but then stepped back into the end zone. So the play yep. blown dead. The Warriors will start this drive on their own 20-yard line. 
He just keeps shooting the ball into the end zone time after time after time. Yeah, I wonder if on a night like this, his leg, you know, might be getting a little worn out. Though he's he's gotten used to it with, you know, unfortunately it's been games like this most of the season. First and 10 for the Riverside Warriors. 4.53 to play here until half. Huntington's defense stacking the box. Khalif Ty, the high man back deep. And a pass launched down the field. Nice job in coverage there. Number 19 for Huntington running step for step with the receiver. That is Dante Newsom. Yes, like Tavion Wilson. His father also played at Marshall. Great defensive job that time. The intended receiver on the play, Jace Cook, the 5'9", 175-pound junior. Caden Ray back in at quarterback. Some speculation earlier if he was too injured to return, but yeah. in the ball game at the moment, Giving it his all. I would think somebody has checked him out, I hope. Yeah, I would certainly hope so. Ball. Loose ball. It's scooped up by the Highlanders. Another turnover. Again, I didn't see who forced it that time, but I believe 35. Yes, 35, Bryce Winkfield comes up with the fumble. I believe that is his second fumble recovery of the game. So Winkfield... Yep. Doing a great job on defense. We know he will get some opportunities carrying the ball here shortly in this contest. So hopefully a night to remember for him. Loss of nine on the play all the way back to the 11-yard line. First and ten for the Highlanders, and we've got a change at quarterback. Junior Jackson Hatfield in the ballgame. And... Winkfield now in at running back. He gets the carry on first and 10, running up the middle, spins, hits another defender. He's in the end zone. Touchdown on Highlanders. They've got 69 points with four and a half minutes to go in the first half. Wow. 11-yard <laughs> scamper to the end zone by Bryce Winkfield. On the season, he now has eight carries for 90 yards. And he ran right through two or three arm tackles by their their starters are still on the field. Maybe beat down a little bit now as it is 69 to nothing. Johnny I.I. for 10 in a row. His kick is good. 70 to nothing in favor of the Huntington Highlanders. Four and a half minutes to go in the first half. We're going to step aside for a short break and catch our breath. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. High School Football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. 
and a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute. Taking care of the herd. Taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. Cincinnati Bengals football on Sundays. Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back out at Warrior Stadium and Bryce Green has all kinds of open grass in front of him. A great return, but it's going to be called back. Johnny Ai didn't make the tackle, but he forced the defender to grab him and push him out of the way and uh, makes the stop, although it, it comes on a penalty. The Riverside coaches are all fired up on the sideline. Not exactly certain if they were... Totally upset about the penalty marker, which I'm sure that they are, but oh, yeah. also saw Green oh, with absolutely. a t- tiny bit of taunting and saw the body language by the coaches after they did not like that. Yeah. Well, and, number 10 took down Walt Williams back up field, and Malik Brown was standing over him talking a little bit, and Walt got up and just shook his hands and said, you know, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He just shook his head like, I don't know what he's doing, Mr. Official. So the penalty will bring back the remarkable 99-yard return to the house. Bryce Green, a very good kick returner. Yes, he is. That's what you worry about, though. Will somebody swoop in here and steal him from Riverside? Yes. You know, he's a senior, so he can't be stolen at this point. (laughs) Running out of time. Great return, though. Four minutes and 16 seconds left in the first half. Huntington leads 70 to nothing. This first down play comes to a halt. Some pre-snap penalties. And it's encroachment on the defense. That will bring up first and five. The ball now on Huntington's 41-yard line. Run heavy formation for the Warriors. Caden Ray and at quarterback. Hands the ball off. It's Bryce Green running to his right, but he is hit hard and brought down. Number 26 stepping up there for Huntington and making the stop. That's Marcus Henderson, another sophomore in the game. Fifth tackle of the year for him. A penalty marker is down on the far side of the field. Waiting to see what the call is on. Penalty marker in the backfield. So maybe a wide receiver not lined up in the right spot potentially. They're going to see if Billy wants this penalty maybe. And it is... A penalty on the Warriors. There was a loss on the play, but they're going to take the penalty from the 41. And that will bring the ball back. All the officials placing it back just one yard. And right now, a legal procedure. And the penalty has actually been declined. Oh, so it's a loss of one on the play. That will bring up... Second and six. Ray sends a man in motion, hands it off to him. It's Malik Brown with the carry, and he is swallowed up 
maybe able to get back to the line of scrimmage. Very close. And now the officials mark the ball back about a half a yard, so a short loss on the play. Yeah, that's the second play in a row that they've lost yards. Three and a half minutes to go in the first half. A dominant first half for the Huntington Highlanders ahead 70 to nothing over the Riverside Warriors. Brown gets the ball again this time on a pitch right to the far side of the field. Bounces off one tackle. Great second effort by him. He is able to get the first down and an extra yard brought down. That is the first first down of the contest for this team, I believe. Certainly giving it their all to Achieved that. It's been tough sledding for the Warriors offense tonight against a very good Highlander defense. Yeah, and a nice tackle by 77, the sophomore Jeremiah Lyles. First, more and more playing time. First and 10 for the Warriors. Ray, this time running the triple option, decided to pull the ball away from Christian Holcomb as he ran up the middle, kept it himself. Able to get a yard on the play. Now, excuse me, they're going to give him two yards, make it second and eight. I think 56, Kennedy, in on that stop. We've gone so down, so far down the lineup, but, you know, there's some players I actually don't have numbers <laughs> names for out there, so. We're doing our best. It's a wonderful thing <laughs> to see a lot of people getting to play. It certainly is. Second and eight. This time a pitch and a loose ball in the backfield. Green able to scoop it back up, and, man, he just refuses to go down. Almost the whole Highlander defense chipping in. A team effort finally bringing Green down at the 45-yard line. 11-yard loss. So that will bring up third and long. Another bad snap. It's going to be a third and 20. Under two minutes to go in the first half. Ball's back at the 45-yard line. That's They started at the 46 on this drive. Ray, back to pass, has a little bit of time, lofts the ball over the middle, jump ball almost intercepted. And a pumped-up freshman. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> Number 83 coming up with the play that time. And uh, trying to find who – is that uh, Cash? I believe Mass so, yes. Singer, yes. Good for him. Yeah, it's been I, one of the – I talked to him quite a bit on Thursdays. He's a, he's a great kid and, you know, just – Cash is his nickname. He said when he was born, they were – it's like they started calling him Cash Money. <laughs> He gave a, a bit of a Ric Flair after the play. Two claps and a woo. A little excitement <laughs> by the freshman. Fourth and 20. A minute and a half to go in the first half. Ray back to pass again. Looking to the near side of the field. The pass off of his intended receiver, Malik Brown's hands. Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty good throw, and he just didn't bring it in. I don't know if he heard footsteps coming up from behind him, but uh, dropped that. It wouldn't have been a first down, but you got to think, if you're Alex Doherty, you want to see kids make plays. Oh, yeah. I know it's 70 to nothing, and it's hard to do. 
and and the fans have stayed active over here rooting for them, and the kids on the sidelines have certainly stayed active trying to cheer their team on. Yeah, great fan support here in Riverside. The fans making some noise as the Highlander offense gets set. Backup quarterback Jackson Hatfield remains in. Shotgun formation. Three receivers to the far side of the field, one to the near side. But it's a pitch to the outside. Andreas Reese, head full of steam. My goodness, he is a quick runner brought down. And a really stupid play on the far side. Yeah, looks like maybe a late hit. Yeah, well, he came in after he was on the ground, and Logan Tudor fell on jumped at his head. And they're just not going to let that slide even a 70 nothing game. Personal foul is called. The officials, to their credit, spotted it. Yep. Might have been 52, perhaps, which is hard to believe. Jonathan Welch, they they say he's four-year starter, so I'm thinking maybe they don't have a middle school team. Maybe he started playing up here yeah, good in point. the eighth grade, which you can do, uh, you know, and I think he had the penalty. He did exit the field and... Yeah. It's being talked to by the coaches, so that would certainly indicate that he was a guilty party on that play. Yep. First and ten for the Highlanders. Ball in the red zone at the Riverside 17. Weakfield gets the carry, running hard up the middle. Took about four defenders to finally bring him down, but he was able to get the first down. And it's going to be first and goal for the Highlanders. Ball on the six-yard line. 11-yard pickup by Winkfield. I tell you what, they just can't stop anybody for this team right now because they're just running with abandonment. Huntington on both sides of the ball, winning the battle up front. You know, that's always talked about in football. That's where the game is won, and that's where the game is being dominated tonight. You know, they've got two first downs in this drive. They've only had that two other times tonight because the drives have been so quickly scored. This time it's a quarterback keeper. Jackson Hatfield lowers his shoulder and gets into the end zone. Touchdown, Highlanders. Six-yard carry for the backup junior quarterback who's done a nice job out of practice and in games all year. He had rushed uh, two times for 27 yards last week. On the season, had four for 38, but that's his second touchdown on the ground. And that is one thing you can work on in these blowout games. Get your backup QB some solid playing time. Yes. You never know when you're going to need him. And Hadfield has been reliable all season when his number's been called. And Mr. Reliable, Johnny I.I. That's his 10th in a row this game. Just continues to impress in the kicking game. After the extra point was made, Huntington's advantage now increases to 77 points, 77 to nothing, with exactly a minute left in the first half. Or no, that would be the 11th in a row, wouldn't it? Yep, he, yep. He ties his record. That's right. I only took one math class at Marshall in 165 hours <laughs> past when I changed majors and all that, but only three hours and Math 110 was all I touched in the mathematics department, Marshall, sometimes it fails me. <laughs> yeah, I right there with you, Woody. Took my one 
math class that I needed with yep. my journalism sports broadcasting degree. Okay, that's enough on me. I'll focus on radio stuff. Yeah. My brothers both took the five-hour calculus class and Marshall, and boy, is that a, is that a tough one. Oh, yeah. But 11 for 11 tonight ties his record from the South Charleston game, I think, or no, yeah, the South Charleston game. I.I. lining up the kickoff. End over end kick down the field. The five. Caught at the five-yard line. It's Jace Cook with the ball. Running to the near side of the field. He is finally brought down right at the 30-yard line. Officials actually going to give him an additional yard. At least the one on the, the far side is waiting for the ball to be spot. But about a 28-yard return. Yeah, Landon Miller, who's a really good on the special teams tackles, that's his seventh of the year, was in there, as well as Mikey Johnson making a special teams tackle for him. Puts the ball to 31st and 10. Under a minute to go now in the first half. 53 seconds for the Riverside Warriors offense to work with. Riverside looking to put some points on the board. It's a fullback dive up the middle. Christian Holcomb with the carry. Just able to get a yard. Yeah, shut down pretty quickly there in the middle. It'll bring up second and nine. It's the Warriors maybe just trying to lick their wounds and get into the locker room. Yeah, no doubt about that. It's It's been a tough half for them. Caden Ray checks back into the game. Under 20 seconds to go in the half. Four receiver formation. Three to the far side of the field. One to the near side. Holcomb and at fullback. And he gets another carry. A dive up the middle. Makes his way to the 35-yard line on what will be the final play of the first half. Dominance on offense. Defense and special teams by the Huntington Highlanders has them ahead 77 to nothing at the half. Yeah, it's been a dominant from the start. I'm sure we're probably going to look at six-minute quarters and a running clock in the fourth quarter. And I don't know. I mean, you know, Billy Seals has run second and third team guys into the game. Yep. And the official is talking with Alex Darty as they head down toward the locker room down there near the end zone. He's talking to the coach about something, and I think part of that might be what are they going to do clockwise. Yeah, we've seen adjustments pretty much all throughout the year. Would be surprised if we don't see some in the second half. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. 
That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba Communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! It's time for the Highlanders Halftime Report with a recap of first half action on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's Stadium and the Huntington Highlanders lead 77-9. Woody Woodrum will be a scoreboard recap to start halftime and Woody and I it took us just about every second of that break to try and tally all of the scores that took place in the first half of action 11 touchdowns by the Huntington Highlanders it all started off with a one play 38 yard drive a touchdown pass from Avante Crawford to Tavian Chandler that took just nine seconds of game time then Riverside struggled on special teams. The punting unit has had a night to forget. Huntington started a drive on Riverside's one-yard line, took two plays to punch it into the end zone. Zod Jackson with the rushing touchdown. Then it was a three-play, 41-yard drive that took up two and a half minutes of game time. The drive ended with a five-yard scamper to the end zone by junior quarterback Avante Crawford. Then a man who has been missed the past few weeks, DeEdrick Graves, found the end zone on a three-play, 18-yard drive that took up 
just 40 seconds of game time. Saw Jackson then added his second touchdown of the game on his second interception of the season. A pick six for Zaw to the end zone. Then another impressive play by the Highlanders special teams. Helped out by some bad snaps today, but Tavion Wilson, the sophomore, picked up a loose ball on a bad snap on a punt and ran 18 yards into the end zone for another score. Then it was a two-play, 22-yard drive that took 15 seconds and ended with a 27-yard touchdown reception by the senior Wayne Harris. After that, Tavion Wilson scored a second touchdown on a punt with a bad snap, or no, excuse me, that punt was actually blocked in the end zone. Then Wilson jumped on the loose ball for another Highlander score. After that, Mikey Johnson, with his first touchdown reception of the season, was a 14-yard catch by Johnson on a jump ball in the end zone, a drive that took just over a minute to play 25 yards. Then as the backups continued to get some time to shine, Bryce Winkfield, who was impressed all season running the ball, took him just one play to reach pay dirt. One play, 11 yards and 6 seconds on the Winkfield touchdown. Then the final touchdown. We're finally there, folks. Backup quarterback Jackson Hatfield with a 6-yard powerful run into the end zone. Put his shoulder down and barreled a defender over on his way. A drive that took two plays and 17 yards. Did I get it all, Woody? I think so. I, I, I hope so. I'm still working on the numbers over here right now. <laughs> it was a crazy, crazy first half of play. So we are going to step aside for a break. And as always, Woody has a great halftime interview. Actually, two players joined you this week. That's right. We got two, two for one. Uh, Caillou Jackson and also Walt Williams when we come back. We'll have that on the other side of the break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the tri-state. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. 
High School Football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full-service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba Communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! This is Fred Persinger. Join me for high school game night following the Highlanders on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back. It's halftime as Huntington visits Riverside tonight up here on the Kanawha River in the far end of Kanawha County. And we've got a couple of guys from the defensive side of things who've been getting it done for the herd, well, for a number of years because they're both uh, right now seniors, leaders on this team, and so far that's managed to get the team off to a 4-0 start. We've got uh, Caillou Jackson, 5'11", 290-pound, uh, zero is the position they call him. And then we've got Walter Williams the third. He plays a wheel and uh, – 6'1", 175, linebacker who also started as Caillou did last year and state championship and all that. So, start with you, Caillou. Um, coming into this season, you know, I, I know you guys always talk about going 1-0 during the week. Uh, you know, it's hard not to think, though, about maybe repeating on a championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every week we just want to go 1-0 every week. Yeah. Uh, Go far as we can. Go win another one. Yeah, exactly. And Walt, it's it's hard. You guys have played, you know, for the better part of the first half of the season. You just haven't been challenged very much. Do you, do you guys find that, you know, you have to work a little harder or keeping your focus when it's not Cabell Midland or Hurricane, somebody like that? Yeah, I feel like every week we got to stay focused because we have a target on our back because what happened last year. So we just got to get ready every week. All right, now for both of you guys, uh, what are you uh, studying in school or what, what do you hope to major in, Walt, in college? Uh, engineering, like a civil engineer, yeah. That's great. How about you, Caillou? I don't know yet, but either business or engineering as well. Yeah, an engineering degree is really uh, commendable, guys. That's a lot of hard work, and uh, certainly business degree applies about anywhere. Now, as far as Caillou moving to the next level, uh, what teams have you heard from that would maybe like to uh, take advantage of your services at the college level? Uh, West Virginia State, Gannon. It was AB, but obviously they're like, I don't know. And uh, I've been talking to Charleston a little bit as well. That's what it is. Well, how about you? Same question. 
Uh, I really haven't got any looks yet, so I'm just waiting at the end of the year to see if I got any. Man, we get your eligibility or will I be your agent? Because I can't believe that. Uh, uh, Caillou is um, so far this season, and at least my stats are as official as they can be. Ten tackles, uh, quarterback pressure, pass broken up, two and a half tackles for loss for minus nine and a half yards, one and a half quarterback sacks for minus six yards. Is there uh, – let me ask you – it's kind of a weird question because you never know when you play, but uh, would you rather chase a quarterback or uh, take on blockers in the run game? Uh, definitely take on blockers, for sure, yeah. You know, Coach Seals talks about that all the time, that sometimes yeah. – and it works for the linebackers, obviously, Walter. Uh, you know, if you eat up two and sometimes even three blockers – yeah, clears it up for everybody else. Yeah, it makes it easier for the linebackers to get the tackle. You guys have some, you know, strong people in front of you, and I know that helps make some holes. Usually the linebackers, though, lead this team in tackles. Yeah, um, we just work every day and try to get better every day and things like that. So, and it's, it's a lot of thanks to Coach Sales for preparing us for every week. Now, as far as Walter this season, we got him for 20 tackles, which is just slightly behind Landon Miller, who leads with 26. He's got one and a half quarterback sacks for three and a half yards, 2.5 tackles for loss for minus 10 and a half, two passes broken up, and a pump block for a TD return. You know, this team has always had a knack of getting kicks, punts, PATs. You guys have just about blocked everything this year. Yeah, uh, thanks to Coach Carter. He, he helps us get prepared and everything. And, like, teams are always scared to, for the special teams to go up against us and know that we're always going to go get it. All right, guys, we're getting down toward the end here. So when you're not on the football field, uh, what do you like to do? And are there, do you participate in other sports up here? Uh, what I like to do after uh, football or whatever, sometimes I work with my mom. Not all the time, but I really just be chilling and sometimes uh, hang around with my friends. That's really it. Yeah, well, that's what you ought to do when you're your age. Same, same question, Walter. Yeah, kind of the same thing. Hang with my friends, playing the game, things like that. All right, fellas. It's uh, appreciate you stopping by here at halftime, and we'll get back to the game. Hopefully, Huntington's having a big night against Riverside, and uh, we'll be right back after this on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Dr. Mark Subic and Marshall Health say go Highlanders. Dr. Subic is proud to serve our community as a gastroenterologist at Marshall Health, so you can receive the specialized care you need right here in the Tri-State. Dr. Subic is a board-certified physician with years of experience treating digestive health, reflux disease, abdominal care, and more. He's also proficient at performing endoscopic procedures and screening for all types of gastrointestinal cancers. He is currently accepting new adult patients and referrals at the Irma Ora Bird Clinical Center in Huntington. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Subic, call Marshall Health today, 304-691-1000. That's 304-691-1000. Or visit marshallhealth.org for more information. Dr. Subic and Marshall Healthcare are proud to support Huntington High School football and wish all the student-athletes a safe and successful season. They look forward to cheering on the team all the way to the championship. Go Highlanders! The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. 
Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, the exclusive provider of sports medicine services to Marshall University Athletics, is pleased to offer walk-in clinics six days a week. Full-service appointments are available on a walk-in basis weekdays 9 to 3. And a screening clinic is conducted Saturday mornings 8 to 10. No appointment necessary. For more information, call 304-691-1880. The Marshall Sports Medicine Institute, taking care of the herd, taking care of the Huntington Highlanders. ProSource, formerly Aaron's Business Solutions, is your leader in Toshiba Communications, including copiers and total office automation. ProSource can handle all your print management and IP service needs. ProSource has the best in office supplies and office furniture in the tri-state. Call ProSource today at 304-522-7022 or visit them at 1041 8th Avenue, Huntington. ProSource is a proud supporter of Huntington High School football. Go Highlanders! Huntington Highlanders football now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Nearing the end of halftime in this high school football matchup between the defending AAA state champion Huntington Highlanders and the Riverside Warriors. Our score 77 to nothing at halftime. I'm Christian Palmer, welcomed alongside by Woody Woodrum. And Woody, let's go ahead and take a look at some other games going on around the state. Yeah, and a few games uh, that are important, such as Woodrow Wilson's the number nine ranked team right now, and they dropped 50 on Preston this evening, so they'll be coming for homecoming on a high as they win 50 to 13 there. Number one, Morgantown is losing to Wheeling Park at Morgantown. 26-14, that game was in the fourth quarter. Oh, wow. That number one looks like it's in danger right yep. now. Number 10, Martinsburg, is not rated high enough, I would say, but they are up over Musselman at halftime. The Applemen are number 13. Martinsburg's just number 10, but they lead 21 nothing in that game. Capital Midland up on Capital, 43 nothing. I don't believe that score has been updated for a while because I believe they were up a great deal more than that. Yeah, they? yeah, we were texted 43 to nothing. I feel like a half hour ago. Yeah, so there's probably been some more points on the scoreboard. Since that time, Cabell Midland, yes, is up 66-6. to six as There we wild. go. They must have had the short clock going for them in the second half. Ripley thought moving out of the MSAC would help them, but right now, number two, Roan County, out of double-A, is up on the Vikings, 28-0 in the third quarter. It is Princeton, the number four team, leading Greenbrier East. No, that game has gone final already, 56-7. to seven. George Washington trying to pull the upset on number six, Parkersburg, in the third quarter. GW up 15-3. to three. That's a team that's going to trip some people up. Yeah, we was just about to say, GW has just enough talent to where you can't count them out of any game. Yeah, that's for sure. Spring Mills beats Washington 46-0 tonight. Also in the fourth quarter, number 11, Bridgeport leading number 15, Brooke, 35-7. 
number 16, Hedgesville, at number 14, Jefferson. But it's all Jefferson right now, 21-0 at the half. University's at Buchanan Upshur, but the Buckups are find themselves down at home, 28-7 at the half. Wayne from Double A shutting out Lincoln County of Triple A, uh, 31-0. That game was at halftime. Hampshire beating North Garrett, Maryland, or excuse me, losing to North Garrett, Maryland. The Huskies all over Hampshire are 33-0 in the fourth quarter. Spring Valley beating South Charleston in the third quarter, 56 to nothing. Uh, let's see if we can find some of the local folks I know that you're interested in uh, up there in Huntington. Not, not everybody's playing. I know Winfield is off night. Number 10, Herbert Hoover beating number 14, Chapmanville, 35-7 to tonight in one of those games. Number four, Scott, their number one in some polls is beating number five, Mingo Central, 36-20. to Mingo Central had the big upset last week. May not have got their feet back on the ground yet. And finally, Buffalo brought in Eastern of Ohio to play. Probably won't again. They're down 55-0 at the half to Eastern. And finally, Muhammad uh, Work County, no score there. Tulsa, Tug Valley, no score in that game in the single A ranks. And I'm going to turn back over to you because we're not too far from starting here yeah. for the second half, Christian. But it's, uh, you know, it's been 77 points and a half is, you know, not, not a record because the Huntington did 86 against South Charleston. But we have seen so many players play that we're having to consult our stat book and say, okay, who is that, who is that, and who is that yeah. right now? Yeah, that is uh, one thing that becomes a little tough on us throughout the game. You know, fresh jerseys out there, new numbers that we maybe haven't seen just yet, but we've got both rosters here, and we'll identify everybody the best we can. But it's also great just to see, as you mentioned earlier, a lot of players to be able to get their shot. Yes, it's a blowout game, but, you know, for a lot of those guys, you know, I myself remember my days back in high school football. These were about the only times that I got in my days back right. playing with Spring Valley, and I, I'll never forget, uh, you know, we, we were up big in one game. I was on the kick return team, held a held a block, and uh, my good friend Joe Lucas went down the field for a score. So those are things that you remember. Oh, absolutely. And hopefully – players on both sides are able to make some memories tonight but another thing that we're going to be paying close attention to and we're going to find out here in just about 30 seconds or so how much they are going to condense the quarters down if they do in the second half right the official out meeting with the captains right now so see if they give us a signal up here or may have somebody may have got it and already brought it up athletic director somebody like that because they were definitely talking about it oh yeah Yes, the Riverside head coach, Alex Daughtry, had an extended conversation after the conclusion of the first half. Twelve minutes on the clock right now, but the officials communicating to the clock operators, and I believe he is holding up a six. Yep, so we'll have six-minute quarters, and as if it wasn't, Bad enough. Honeycutt gets the ball to start the second half. Yes, that is another thing the Highlanders have going for them. Just about everything going Huntington's way to this point. 
and Riverside struggling in the punt game. We'll see how they look in terms of the kickoff, first kickoff of the game. What I saw there, Eli Taft kicking off, he tries to angle it toward the sidelines. He, uh, a lot of times, though, is just pooch punting, seeing if he can uh, get it over, give them a chance to cover the ball. But more often than not, it either goes maybe 20, 30 yards, or it goes out of bounds. Taft kicks the ball down the field. It's caught by Andreas Reese just inside the Highlanders' 20. He scoots down the far side of the field quickly. Good burst of speed. Finally, brought down. Uh, Taft was in on the tackle over there. That's a nice job by both kickers getting in on the tackles. Yeah, Johnny I.I. with a touchdown saving tackle earlier in this game. Also 12, Bryce Mullins, a freshman, in on that tackle. And after a good return, Huntington will start this possession with the ball just outside of the 33-yard line. Ball in Highlanders territory. Five minutes and 54 seconds remain in the third quarter. Huntington leads 77 to nothing. Hatfield still in at quarterback. Thought we might see Dante Newsom here before long. Hatfield sends a man in motion. That's Reese who gets the pitch. Warriors in the backfield quickly. Oh. And Reese hit hard, loses the ball. There's a fight for the ball. Who's going to pull it out at the bottom of the pile? Still fighting. Riverside, just about every player pointing in their direction. However, Huntington ends up with the football. I was pretty sure number 50, Colin Campbell, was the man who knocked it loose. Didn't see who got on the ball for Huntington, but it saves the gain all the way up to from the 34 to the 37-yard line. And Reese has been one of those players who got his shot late in games and impressed and got more and more playing time. And he is as fast as lightning, and he's a freshman. Certainly has a bright future in front of him. Hatfield gets the snap on second down, hands the ball off, and a good tackle made in the backfield by the Warriors. A loss of a couple is going to bring up third and eight. Is that 34 that it time? It was. It was. Who we CJ Quinn. Yes, did not have him on our initial rosters. Yep. Uh, he made a nice pickup there, though. The freshman. Or, I'm sorry. Went backwards on that play and lost a couple. And with a loss of yardage, that will bring up third and eight. Hatfield directing. The offense, Troops receiver set to the far side of the field. Hatfield back to pass. Launches one down the field. Oh, and the play almost made. A decent pass down the field by Hatfield. We don't have an 81 yeah, on our was, roster. Yeah. So number 81 for the uh, Highlanders. Was searching for a name, but not there. You know, always want to identify him the best we can, but, hey, we've got – what we've gotten, number 81, unable to reel that one in. So right. the punting unit onto the field for the first time of the game for the Huntington Highlanders. Yeah, so far, Davion Wilson 
has only punted on the year four times for a 50.5 average. And he's put two of these four inside the 20. And a late member of the punt team running out onto the field. Maybe surprised. Oh, we're punting. I better get out there. Wilson with a decent kick, and the punt is muffed. Loose ball. A fight for it. Pierce as though Riverside able to get back on it. Yeah, I believe he 19 very, or 10. Very, very adroit at coming up with that one. Yeah, a almost another turnover for Riverside. A number in the first half. You know, bad snaps, muffed punts. Really, uh, special teams especially is, is an area that the Warriors need to improve on. And, you know, this game would be a lot closer if some things were tightened up in that facet of the game, especially, yeah. you know, the Warriors had a score, a kick return of 99 yards to the end zone by Bryce Green, but an unnecessary holding near the end of the play brought it back. First and ten for the Warriors, and ball. another loose ball. That time I think it was more on the quarterback who stuck his hands in there and didn't quite cover it and make it to stop, uh, fumble Riley Gilmore, number 13. Another new Warrior in at quarterback. I believe that is the fourth player to see action at the quarterback position for the Warriors in tonight's game. You know, yeah, they play have. around with different things, see what works. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you're working on you right now. You don't worry about what Huntington's doing. No. You just work on yourself and you try to get better. Yep. Uh, the outcome has been decided. Just this is live game action, basically practice. A handoff on second and 13. It's Christian Holcomb. He's a big back. He's he, a strong kid. He is powerful, makes his way. Past the 25-yard line. I think he's a little bigger than he's listed. They got him at 5'10", 195. Yes, I'd say maybe the 5'10 is okay. Yeah. But I'd, I would add 20 or so pounds to that. I think he'd go at least 210, 215. He runs behind his shoulder pads yes, as well. Third and eight for the Warriors. Two and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Huntington leads 77 to nothing. It's a quick pass to the outside, but Gilmore unable to connect with his intended receiver. The punting unit back out onto the field after Malik Thomas was unable to make the catch. Game clock stops with two minutes and 27 seconds left in the third quarter. Andreas Reese. Back to return for the Highlanders. He is a dangerous return man. Already has a touchdown this year. Decent snap back on this punt. Taft punts the ball. And, and Reese, I believe, must this one. Going to be close if he touched that. However, the ball eventually caroms out of bounds. So no harm, no foul. Do lose yeah. some yardage. And, of course, the... The coaches won't like that, but no. you keep possession. No, you, you lose five yards, but you're you're very lucky to uh, hang on to the ball. So number 17 had a, had a muff, and then they had it go out of bounds. Well, that's what happens sometimes in these late games. You'll see some 
flashes of brilliance and then some, oh, no, whoa. What was oh, he no. thinking? Oh, no, he looks like a sophomore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, or, oh, no, what was the freshman thinking there? Yeah. But uh, I like Reese. Hey, he's a good-looking oh, kid. For, he is. Or a true freshman, 5'8", 150. He has been very productive when he's gotten his chances this season. First and 10 for the Highlanders, Jackson Hatfield. And at quarterback, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right. Throws the ball. It's Andreas Reese with the catch. He cuts up the field for a short gain. It's a four-yard pickup. Make it second and six. Good tackle there by the defensive player. Came up on the play. Looks like maybe it was number 15. No, we're both working off the same roster here, but that's Brandon Peck, another freshman. Excuse me. Actually, a gain of three on first down brings up second and seven. A minute and 40 seconds left in the third quarter. Huntington leads 77 to nothing. And this time it's a handoff. And a good job by the Warriors defense making a quick tackle. King, the ball carrier, on the play. Another freshman getting in the ball game. Yep, number 33 coming up with that one. So that will bring up third down, third and six for the Highlanders. Just over a minute to go in the third quarter. You know, it's in games like this, it, you know, it, at times it's score after score in the first half. Feels like, you know, it's yep. taking forever. And then, my goodness, the third quarter is almost over. Under a minute to go. Hatfield back to oh, pass. Hit hard as he threw the ball. Yeah, nice pressure. Certainly affecting the pass by Hatfield. Yeah, number 42 brought the pressure that time. Quaid McGee is a sophomore for this Riverside team. You can tell about everybody we talk about is a freshman or sophomore or young as can be. With the incompletion on third down, the punting unit on the field for the Highlanders. And a change at punt returner after <laughs> the muff on the last kick. Some pressure on Wilson, but he gets the kickoff. It's caught by Jace Cook, and he is brought down almost immediately. Wow, special team tackle. Landon Miller uh, and Cam Vesey, the first teamers in, still covering on kicks. Those two just have a nose for the football. Yes, they do. Riverside will start this drive at the 34-yard line, still in Warriors territory. 45 seconds left in the third quarter. Of course, if you are just now joining us, the third quarter condensed to six minutes. The team's agreeing to that at halftime after a dominant first half of play by the Huntington Highlanders. 77 to nothing at the half, and our score remains right there. First and 10 for the Warriors. It's a run play. Malik Brown gets the carry, tries to bounce it outside. Is able to pick up a decent gain on first down. Five-yard pickup makes it second and five. He's brought down by number 82 in the lineup. That's Antonio Pachel, freshman. Good size, though, for a freshman. Oh, yeah. Six foot, 180. 
So you got to think uh, that young man still got some growing to go. May grow himself into a linebacker or defensive end. Heck yeah. Yep. Keeps keeps growing. He he's got uh, some lengthy arms as well. Potentially a receiver. Who knows? Trying to <laughs> open up some eyes at the moment. Second and five. It's a pitch play to the outside. Malik Brown with another carry. He's close to the line to gain. Appears as though he's got enough for the first down. A fresh set of downs for the Riverside Warriors on the final play of the third quarter. After three quarters of play, Huntington High leads 77 to nothing. We're going to step aside for a short break. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM. 9.30. The most wonderful time of the year is here. Uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about football season, and your local Parmar stores are ready. Hey, it's Dave Allen. Whether you need to gas up the tank, grab a bite to eat, or stock up on snacks and drinks for the tailgate party, or for your own couch, Parmar's got you covered. Parmar is the official store of the West Virginia Secondary Schools Activities Commission and of Marshall University. Happy football, and remember, if there's not a Parmar store near you now, there will be soon. High school football is back here in the Tri-State, and Dutch Miller Chevy in Huntington is proud to be an official sponsor of the Huntington High football team. Dutch Miller Chevy is the original home of friends and family pricing, which means you get the best deal right up front. And for a limited time, ask about no payments for three months. Text or chat, check out the inventory, and even get pre-approved now at DutchMillerChevy.com. We're coming today to the original home of friends and family pricing, Dutch Miller Chevrolet in Huntington. See dealer for details. This is Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Fourth quarter underway here at Warriors Stadium. Huntington High leads 77 to nothing over Riverside. Of course, with the big lead, a rolling clock in the fourth quarter. Already five and a half minutes left. And a drop that time, a pretty pass by the quarterback, but Number 10, just let it go right through his hands. McLeek Brown looking for the defender instead of catching the ball first. So second and 10 after the incomplete pass. Triple option play is ran, and the pitch ends up out of bounds. Riley Gilmore with the errant pitch. Yeah, we'll give that loss to his 13 because the pitch was high and behind him. So backs him up to the 38-yard line, make that a loss of six. So that will bring up third and 13 for the Riverside Warriors. Four minutes and 40 seconds left in regulation. Warriors still in their offensive huddle. I told you during the timeout, you know, that there were, you'd finally had somebody claim the team. Brown has now run seven times for or six times for 13 yards. And then the quarterback's throwing them backwards. Yes, it has been a tough night for Riverside's offense. Not much going in terms of running or throwing. And the Warriors requesting a timeout before this third and long. So that is one of the only ways that the game clock can stop with a rolling clock. The game clock stops with four minutes and 23 seconds left in the ballgame. And, I mean, you might very well see this team go for a fourth down. Or, oh, yeah. Or run a trick play or something. You're like, well, oh, that's 77. 
No, it's not. It's practice against Huntington's twos and threes, which are the same level as Riverside, yep. most of Riverside's players. I mean, this team has very few seniors on it, and and some of those seniors aren't even starters. So that's not disparaging them. A lot of that's transfer rule. And again, this school took a bigger hit than anybody else, although there were 47 kids transferred in Kanawha County alone. Yes, this county has just been taken advantage of a little bit, it seems yeah. as though. Third and long, pressure by the Huntington defense, and another sack by the Highlanders. Gilmore swallowed up in the backfield at the 39-yard line. Malachi Brown, keep that name on your tongue because he's going to be a good one, folks. Freshman, 6'2", 215, comes up with the sack. He was sick last week, didn't play, came back this week, though. Huntington with multiple freshmen with all kinds of size and it is just apparent that the Highlanders do a great job of getting their players prepared and, you know, conditioning them and training them through weightlifting to be the big beastly players that they are. <laughs> Fourth down, the Warriors able to get this punt off, a deflection off of a Warrior near the Highlanders' 40-yard line. Yeah, that, that really hurts because that – you know, you got to think that he's going to kick the ball further than 21 yards. At least you hope so. The officials discussing where to place the ball down at. One official saw the deflection. The other didn't, but they're going to come away with the right call. Huntington yep. with the ball on its 40-yard line. Well, if Huntington runs a couple of running plays here, we're just going to about see all the clock eating up. Yep. Three minutes and 24 seconds left in the game. The clock has been stopped at the moment. Not certain the reason for the stoppage. Things resume. First and 10 for the Highlanders. And we've got another new quarterback in, Newsom, in at quarterback. He hands the ball off on first down and a nice run of nine yards. Although, I think it was number 17, Reese, who carried the ball. But he looked like he hit hard, maybe knocked the breath out of him. Because I didn't see anything that made me think that an injury happened there. He just kind of stumbled and fell when the player Kind of tripped him up, so he could have rolled an ankle, of course. Jay Rawls, trainer, getting over here to check him out. I did see and see now Reese in the offensive huddle, so it appears as though oh. that he is he is okay on his feet at the moment. Oh, is, that was one of the blockers then. Yes. Uh, number 33, Elias King, another freshman. King. Freshman quarterback, linebacker, so... Yeah, excited to see what his future has to hold and appears as though he is healthy. He's back up on his feet, jogging off the field, not showing any signs of pain. I mean, I was like you. I, I thought it was the ball carrier because he went down near the first down. And so I was just sure that that was him. But uh, good to say it's not. Good to say the King's okay, too. Second and one for the Highlanders. It's a handoff. 
and great job by the Warriors defense making a tackle in the backfield on the carry is Malachi Brown. Yeah, really good, uh, really good stop there, and they crashed in on the running back number 23, Malachi Brown, so he loses back to the 47-yard line, so a loss of two. That'll bring up third and three, under two and a half minutes to go in regulation. Huntington ahead, 77 to nothing. Third-team quarterback, Dante Newsom in the game. He's a 5'11", 165-pound freshman, getting valuable experience right now. He pitches the ball to the outside. It's Brown again with the carry. Nice run. Oh! Keeps fighting through contact. He did not want to go down, and a couple of Riverside Warriors slow to get up after some hard contact. You know, a lot of times it's the defense dishing out the punishment, not there. No, I'll tell you what, Malachi Brown is a big kid at 6'2", 215. And when he hit the corner, though, he put it in another gear there. All of a sudden, he was right on top of those players, and he ends up picking up a gain of uh, 12 yards. Very first down. Very impressive play. Minute and 20 seconds left in regulation. The Highlanders... Offense looking to maybe add one more score. Dante Newsom with the quarterback option play running to the outside. Man, he's got great speed. Finally brought down after he was able to make his way inside of the 20. Brought down at the 19-yard line, 22-yard gain. Remember his dad playing defense with Thundering Herd was an outstanding player. Dante uh, looks a lot like him and and the way he carries himself and the way he plays all the way to the 19-yard line, so a 22-yard gain. The Highlanders likely with time to run one last play. Could maybe squeeze in a couple more if they wanted to, but 35 seconds on the clock. This probably the last snap of the game. Newsom sends a man in motion, pitches it to the outside, cash money with the ball, <laughs> running it to the far side of the field, and he falls forward for a few extra yards. Another memorable moment for a freshman. Yeah, absolutely. He turned the corner himself and picked up a little inspiration, got about six yards on the game. That is our final play of the game and your final score, 77 to nothing in favor of the Huntington Highlanders. And really, Woody, pretty much what we expected from tonight's ball game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's, Billy Seals doesn't like beating people 70 to nothing and, and 86 to nothing. Uh, but his team is really good. Yep. And now the preseason low call is over because they haven't played anyone outside of maybe GW that's going to make the playoffs. I don't think Spring Valley can win enough games to get there. So it's going to be uphill from now on. It's going to be good teams each week. You got to go and play a really good Beckley team at home next for homecoming next weekend. As Coach Huff says, homecoming should never be a distraction for the players. But you know, in high school, it is. It is, and we had a king of the homecoming parade just uh, two or three years ago who was a football player. Right. So 
and a couple of football players were escorting some of the young ladies in the court. And you have to make time for that because it's important to the kids. But, uh, you know, it's mostly important for the people who are at school there who come back. They, these are Marshall's alumni. So I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be looking for a bunch of guys I went to school with in the 70s and 80s. And then uh, all the players I attended, and, you know, all that time. Got to love a good reunion. Yeah, you know. And But I'll tell you what, the thing that should shake everybody in their boots a little bit it's how good the freshmen and the sophomores on this oh, heck yeah. team is. And every single week they're playing one, two, three quarters sometimes. It's it's going to prepare them to continue this run uh, because a lot of these players are coming back for next year. Again, pretty small class, 14 seniors. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, next week going to get a little tougher with Beckley coming in. Yeah, it certainly will. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we return. Stay tuned in because the post-game portion of our broadcast is coming up next. You're listening to Huntington High School Football on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's time for the Highlanders post-game report with a recap of tonight's action, including coaches' interviews and scores from across the tri-state on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back out at Warriors Stadium for one final time this evening. Another dominant performance by the Huntington Highlanders. A 7-7-0-3 on the road. Huntington with two straight shutouts defensively. The offense and special teams combined to score 11 touchdowns. And yes, the competition is going to ramp up. As the season progresses, Woody, but it appears as though this team is ready for a lift in competition. Well, yeah, and we knew the back end of the schedule was loaded compared to the front end of the schedule. I mean, when we looked at this season coming in, I thought, all right, I know GW, they've always given the the, the team trouble, but it was in Huntington. Spring Valley, we knew it was going to be down a little bit, so, you know, that, that was really the only teams I was thinking that had a chance, and that's kind of the way it worked out. But now it is going to be much tougher to take on, you know, Beckley, take on, you know, Midland, Hurricane. Those teams are all very good. I don't know what you do about St. Albans game. <laughs> but you got to play that, that in the middle of that, those other games that are going to chew you up and spit you out a little bit. But uh, honestly, I'm, I'm just hoping these kids can keep their heads where it's been all year which is directly on game next. I mean, if they're if if they start thinking about, oh well, we got Midland or we got the, you know somebody else down the road, then oh boy, we're going to be good then. But you know, you you let up at against Beckley or at Parkersburg against the Knights and the Redskins at home. Uh, any of those teams can put a uh, L on you in a hurry. And honestly. Hurricane is out for revenge. Yeah. Midland, let's just say that it's going to get ugly. And, you know, Beckley swept two games last year. Yeah. A couple teams won revenge. Yeah. All of them, really. So, yeah, I think when you're number one, you know, you win the championship, you start out the year with a target on your back. But now they've added 77 points. They had already outscored their opponents 228 to 20. They only added to that on the offensive side tonight. 
it's so impressive when you do a deep dive into the numbers. I mean, it, it's been Madden type of stats throughout the season yes. for Huntington High and another big dominant win. That brings us to the thank yous portion of our broadcast. First and foremost, we want to thank all of you listeners out there. Appreciate each and every one of you tuning in, whether you're back in Huntington, tuned in with the radio on, or maybe playing the ESPN app. Appreciate each and every one of you the same. Also, a thanks to our producer back in the Kindred Communications studios, Kenny Sellards. He does a great job in many different roles around Kindred Communications. Thanks to Kenny for staying late on another Friday night, making certain that we got onto the air. Also want to thank Jimmy Morgan, our statistician. He's been a little bit under the weather, but still did a great job providing us with stats and figures to use during the broadcast, making us sound a lot smarter than we probably and, are. And the pump block, by the way, they checked with a couple people. Definitely went to Zah Jackson, so you know, hard to believe we missed one out there. <laughs> yeah, so thanks to Jimmy for that as well. Uh, a spotter at home for us. Yeah. And, of course, last but not least, always want to thank my main man, Woody Woodrum. Enjoyed calling tonight's game with you, sir. Looking forward to next week already. Yeah, and for Herd fans, tomorrow we'll be here, there in front of Gate C on the west lot and at 1230. Paul Swan, Billy Cornwell join us, and we'll talk all about the Herd and ODU and the homecoming game for the Thundering Herd. Yes, sir. Can't wait. Can't wait. That'll do it. From Warrior Stadium, the Huntington Highlanders win 77 to nothing. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great rest of your night. You've been listening to Huntington Highlanders football on ESPN 94.1 FM and 30. Tonight's game was brought to you by Dutch Miller Auto Group. Dr. Mark Subic, Marshall Orthopedics, Farmar Stores, ProSource, State Electric Supply Company, Wendy Schmidt Family Restaurant Group. Stay tuned for High School Game Night with Fred Persinger following tonight's broadcast. This is ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, a service of Kendrick Communications.